your body's still wired to send pain pathways to that area. And so even though there's nothing there causing that pain, your body is saying that there's something there causing that pain. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Bay podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Bay podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endo babes and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me babes? See you in the podcast. Hello babes and welcome to another episode of the endo babe podcast. This episode of the endo babe podcast is brought to you by the endo babe academy. So EBA is my group coaching program designed for women who are newly diagnosed with endometriosis. It's specifically designed to help you learn what works for your individual body so that you can have more good days than bad and manage your symptoms in a way that works for you as an individual. Because every endo body is different. And so inside of EBA, you're going to learn how to confidently navigate your endo and really just connect to your body. So that you can feel amazing and energized and really just become partners with your illness. It can be super hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're angry and you're acting from this like negative and fearful place all of the time just because you feel like crap. And But learning to create light in your life and learning how to flourish from where you are right now despite having endometriosis is so important. And we do that in Endo Babe Academy. So if this is interesting to you or you want to just chat about it, this next round of Endo Babe Academy starts on February 24th. So you can always DM me on IG or you can apply for a free call at chelseabree.com. It's C-H-E-L-S-E-A-B-R-I.com. And we can just talk about the program and see if it's even a good fit for you and where you are in your health journey right now. But if you're looking for a change and you want to change, and you're not really sure how to change it on your own or you need accountability, then I welcome you to apply to the Endo Babe Academy. So again, if you're interested or you have questions, you can always DM me on Instagram or apply for a free call at chelseabree.com. Let's dive right in. Hello, babes. I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. I just wanted to kind of pop on and chat about pain after excision surgery in this week's episode because I'm getting messages from so many women who are saying that they're having all of this pain post-excision surgery and it was supposed to be like a big cure and a big like weight lifted off of their shoulders um, but they're still having all of the same pain that they did before surgery. So let's talk about it because I feel like it's not really that something that's talked about a lot. And if you're experiencing this type of pain, then hopefully this episode will give you a little bit of clarity on maybe what's going on. Um, I will say I'm not a doctor. I cannot give medical advice. I can just give you guys support and guidance and share with you the information that I know. Um, So if you do have serious concerns, I would suggest talking to your doctor or seeking out 
help from a excision specialist, uh, an endometriosis excision specialist. Okay, I just had to say that. So now let's dive in. I have three different points that I kind of want to talk about. And the first point being that not every excision specialist is created equal. And I know that's kind of a controversial thing to say and a controversial thing to talk about, but it's true. It's just because your gynecologist says that they're doing excision surgery doesn't mean that they've done like the hundreds of surgeries that are required to be a specialist in the area of endometriosis, right? Because it's such a delicate surgery and the endometriosis lesions, some of them can be clear, they can be microscopic, like really trained and skilled specialists can kind of look at like the configuration of blood vessels, just like on the peritoneal wall and notice that there is something abnormal there and it's probably endometriosis. Whereas somebody without the trained eye who hasn't done a lot of these surgeries um, can miss things like that, like little subtle differences that make a huge difference, which is why having your surgeries with like a trained endometriosis excision specialist is so important. And I know that it's not feasible for everybody because you don't live in an area where there is one or they don't take your insurance or they don't take any insurance. And it's like $10,000 for the surgery. It's just kind of out of reach for a lot of our population, which is so heartbreaking because it's so important (laughs) because we need that extra care. We need that specialist who can notice all of those little abnormalities that make a huge difference. Um, And so, yeah, that was just kind of my first point is that not every excision specialist is created equal. Um, But if you have had surgery with an excision specialist who says they got every little tiny piece of endometriosis excised, they excised all of your adhesions and scar tissue, and they say that there should not be any reoccurrence of endometriosis after that. And that's because they literally like removed it from your body. They cut it out and got it out of there. So it can't continue to grow and spread and cause inflammation and cause all of these issues. Um, on the like center for endocare, I think they said only 7% of the time, I guess they can document endometriosis coming back after complete excision only 7% of the time which is a very, very low percentage. Um, I don't know why it comes back, but I can link them in the show notes for you guys if you want to head on over there and check them out. But the second point that I wanted to make today is something that my excision specialist brought up to me prior to my surgery. And the way he explained it is that we have these pain pathways. And so I was having this really bad left side pain before my excision surgery. And something that he said to me was that we create these pain pathways. And so my brain sends like pain signals to that area and they bounce back and they go back to my brain. And so because I'd been having that pain for so long, my body had created these quote unquote like pain pathways from my brain to that area and back. And so sometimes he said that after excision surgery, even after you remove all of the endometriosis, remove all of the adhesions, remove everything that's like causing that pain right there, your body's still wired to send pain pathways to that area. And so even though there's nothing there causing that pain, 
your body is saying that there's something there causing that pain just because it has like a habit of doing that. It's kind of like somebody who they have like a phantom hand, like somebody who loses an arm or they lose a hand. Sometimes they can, they feel like an itch on their hand, even though it's physically not on their body anymore. Um, and I can't even imagine, I feel like that would drive me insane. And I feel so bad for somebody that has something like that. Um, but that's kind of what's happening to like our abdomens and like the areas that we have all of this, this pain pathways. Um, and so one wonderful thing that Dr. Garza told me about was a way to kind of rewire those pain pathways is with acupuncture. And I think that that is so cool. Um, this is why there's no like one quote unquote cure for like endometriosis, you know, like surgery can fix some things. Yes. It can't fix everything, but treatment of endometriosis requires like a multitude of things. It requires acupuncture, surgery, diet, lifestyle changes, mindset, like so many things that just need to like work hand in hand together so that we can have the best quality of life. And so that was my second point was possibly maybe you have a pain pathway that is wired to that area. Um, So you could look into acupuncture to kind of rewire those pain pathways and maybe get some relief. And then the third point that I want to make today is that it's a possibility that the pain that you're feeling might not be endo pain which seems so silly now that I'm saying it out loud, but you're probably like, okay, Chelsea, what the fuck? Um, Of course, that was my endo pain. Like, I think I know my pain. But if you had like more than one diagnosis prior to excision surgery and say they didn't let you know that you had interstitial cystitis. Oh my God, I can't say that word. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Or um, they didn't tell you that you had adenomyosis or possibly you're getting like ovarian cysts or adhesions. It could be caused by GI issues. Um, but maybe you had those two diagnoses and so they managed the endometriosis, but you're still having this other diagnosis that's causing your pelvic pain. And so it feels like endo. It feels similar because you're having pain at the same time from both of these things. Um, and one of them's gone and the other one's still there causing pain. You know, I think it's really important to talk to your doctor about things that could also be contributing to your pain again, such as like GI issues, um, abnormal gut bacteria or abnormal flora, um, adhesions, ovarian cysts, adenomyosis, IC, which is like a bladder, chronic bladder inflammation, um, especially if you're still having pain after excision surgery, after you had surgery with like a trained endo specialist and you're supposed to have like better quality of life, but you're still feeling like crap. I think it's really important to talk to your doctor of the possibility of another illness that could be causing your pain, especially if they didn't bring it up again, especially if you're having other symptoms, especially if you're having trouble managing your overall life and living a quality life because you deserve to live a quality life. You deserve to be pain-free. You deserve to feel normal and to just feel like yourself and not feel like you're under your endo fog, you know? 
So those are the top three reasons why I can imagine your pain coming back or if you're still feeling pain after excision surgery. Number one being not all excision specialists are created equal. So if you had excision surgery with just like normal GYN and not a specialist, that could be why. Number two was a possibility of a pain pathway going to that area. And number three is that it could possibly be another issue going on, not endometriosis. And so what I'm going to do for you guys is link um, this article from the Center for Endocare um, that kind of outlines all of those other diagnoses that I was talking about, like GI issues, adhesions, ovarian cysts, adenomyosis, interstitial cystitis. Um, So you guys can look into that a little bit more if you are feeling your pain returning after excision surgery. Knowledge is power. And the more that you know about your body and your illness, just the more empowered you're going to feel talking to your doctors, the more empowered and part of your healthcare team you're going to feel. And so that's one of my goals is to help you feel empowered in your health journey and confident in your health journey so that you can go to doctor's office and know when they're BSing you and know when they're mistreating you and know when to stand up for yourself. Um, so yeah, I will link that in the show notes. And so if you've had excision surgery and your pain is returned, I would love to hear from you, especially if you have another reason that I didn't talk about in this podcast, because I am also wanting to learn more every day. Um, so yeah, DM me on Instagram, you guys, if you're not following me already on Instagram, I would love to connect. Even if you haven't had excision surgery yet, regardless, I just love chatting with all of you. It really just like fills up my soul. I love it so much. Um, but you guys can find me at Chelsea Bree, which is C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A, three A's, B-R-I, um, on Instagram, find me on Facebook, wherever. But yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will catch you on next week's episode of the End of Bay podcast.